0: Welcome to episode two of the Jason of Florida podcast. This is Domain Investing with Jason of Florida. I am Jason. I live in Florida, and we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, In segment one, uh, I'm just going to do a brief introduction. In uh, the second segment, I'll talk about how to buy buy expired domains, And in segment three, I'll review uh, three of the domains that I own and talk about how I purchased them and outlooks for them and uh, just various topics on those three domains. Uh, So thank you for tuning in. Uh, First, I want to discuss a new area of my website that I put together uh, fairly recently recently. Uh, and the purpose of that is to help uh, domain investors and web entrepreneurs and anyone who is involved in, uh, you know, online, uh, establishing an online business. So if you go to uh, Jasonoflorida.com and select domain investing uh, menu and expand it, uh, then you can select underneath that. There are currently three options. And if you go to tools and this is kind of a long name, Tools for Domain Investors and Web Entrepreneurs. And the reason I named it that way instead of just tools or tools for domain investors is because there are lots of uh, links with lots of information and it's not specific exclusively to domain investors. So if you build websites or Do SEO um, if you're a freelancer, uh, or if you're just interested in reviewing blogs and forums for domain investing or how to buy and sell domain names through back ordering and expiring and so forth. So, if you click on that tab, Tools for Domain Investors and Web Entrepreneurs, uh, I have a brief intro there at the top, and mainly that's uh, due to SEO. as I continue to kind of learn my way through that and there are I'm counting 15 18 uh, kind of categories and the categories are back ordering and expiring so if you if you click on that guy um, you'll see you know uh, dropcatch.com fresh drop name.com namejet all the all the places that you can go to uh, Phoenix.com, Snap Names, and uh, do some back ordering or purchase expired domains uh, through the auction and forums there. That includes GoDaddy and NameJet, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and then I've got blogs and forums, um, so that includes uh, you know Domaining.com, DomainNameWire, DomainInvesting.com, domain sherpa, .weekly, DSAD namepros.morganlinton.com so uh there's a number of selections there if you're new to domain investing one of one of the things i uh encountered when i started domain investing is i was like hey where do i find great information or just good information. Where are all the blogs and forums? And I kind of had to dig through it. So I'll put together this page specifically to help other new domain investors and maybe domain investors who's been in it for a while. Next tab is brandables. That includes, um, brand bucket. Brand bucket is a, is a company that if you submit your domains, they'll sell them and they, they kind of, uh, appeal to, the ideal that they only list really great domains and and they uh, I've actually tried to list a couple domains through there yet but not successfully uh, also Brandpa and and NameRific there's some other ones uh, so brokerage brokerages and and to be clear I don't and perhaps I need to put that on my website if I didn't but I don't condone the operations of these. Uh, companies. Let's see if I put this. So on here, it, nobody paid me to put these links on here. It, and I also noted that it should not be considered an endorsement of those services. Uh, users should carry out their own due diligence before paying for any services offered by the linked websites. Um, so, you know, I did put a disclaimer, some of these things I have used, some of them are just interesting and I haven't gotten to them yet, so I'll continue to parse through them. So, uh, brokerages, uh, to be clear, I, I don't endorse any brokerages. I'm not familiar with, with a lot of these brokerages, but they are what Google returned and some things I seen on some forums. So I'm sharing that domain registrars. Obviously there's a million domain registrars and uh, let's see how many I've got on here 9, 12, 15, 18 uh, so I've got 26 of them listed and that goes to one-on-one all the way down to Uniregistry and, and everything on here is listed in alphabetical order uh, email tools uh, so that includes uh, HubSpot Zoho, Streak uh, and, and there's some other ones Uh, escrow services, obviously escrow.com. Uh, and there's some other ones that I have not used personally. Um, so, uh, just keep that in mind freelancers. So if you have a website like I do, and you're interested in having someone make you a design, a logo, or do some writing for you, there's freelancer, Fiverr, Upwork, places like that. Hosting. Uh same thing here. I can't endorse any of these, but just you know a quick quick list is you know Rackspace, Hostgator, um SiteGround, and there's a whole slew of those. And then some legal resources. Um uh John Berry Hill, you know, uh domain name disputes uh, and those are, you know, if someone files UDP against you or, or, or whatever, maybe the, some of those guys could help you. Again, I don't endorse any of them, uh, marketplaces. This is pretty cool. Uh, so this goes from all the way, you know, after Beto, Dan, uh, um, uh, Dynadot, Epic, GoDaddy, Flippa, Namecheap, Namejet, NameSilo, Park.io, Uniregistry, SEDO, NamePros, So those are marketplaces where you can buy and sell domain names. And then my favorite part of this, and I think this is uh, a really great part of the tool is it's uh, a research tools, right? And I just put this together. I haven't used all these services, those though I've at least looked at them and played around with them a bit. And I'll discuss later a couple of them that I've used. Um... So just just scrolling through here, you know, domain IQ. There's domain name generator. Um, you know, obviously Estabot, expireddomains.net, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, obviously, all the Google things: Google Analytics, Google uh, Trends, uh, Google Ads, uh, Internet Archive, keyword tools, name droppers, um, screenshots. Um, and the list goes on on the ultra trolls who is, and so there's just a slew of resources there, uh, and then I've got SEO tools, uh, and that includes Ahref, um, you know, Majestic, Bing, Alexa, uh, Search Metrics, SERPs, uh, Simrush. So all those tools you could take a look at, and then lastly. Uh, but not least only because it's an alphabetical order website builders. So that this goes from, um, simple site, Squarespace, Weebly, WordPress, Wix, all those guys, they're, they're listed on here. And I think this will be a great tool that I hope to add to, and I really think it'll bring value to you as a domain investor, as a web entrepreneur, as you continue to grow. Uh, and, and, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on this uh, site. And you can you know, contact me via email, uh, contact at jasonflorida.com. And you can also uh, look me up on social media at jasonflorida on most platforms. Jumping into segment two, uh, I want to talk about today how to buy expired domains. And I want to do a brief introduction of this. So the, I guess the question is, Are expired domains valuable? And I just want to say that for a beginner uh, like myself and for the bargain hunter like myself and and many of you guys, I suspect, I think this is one of the few places you can still get a good quality domain name at a good price. And I do, I'm trying to look up some information on something, so I'm just going to pull this up. All right, so... Um, sometimes as I peruse the market, whether it be NameJet, uh, CTO, you know, as I'm looking at domains that are for sale name pros, I often think to myself, those domain names aren't any better than domains that I can buy on expired. Uh, you know, that are expired, um, to be quite frank with you. And sometimes I see, you know, I, I go to, uh, Uh, I look at the daily uh, sales report for all the domains that were reportedly sold, and I think to myself, and I'm sure every domain investor does this, right? Like, hey, my domains are just as good as that domain. Uh, So I'm a big fan of expired domains. Um, I'm interested to see what what you guys think, and I, I certainly do hear some of the uh, what some of the industry industry folks think. Um, and I, I would say that if you listen to some of the big guys, I think they kind of look down on it a bit, but admittedly they do purchase domains in there. A lot of folks do. and especially lately, if you go to GoDaddy expired auctions, it's quite insane. The prices on those are uh, going up. I don't know if just more and more folks are on there. And I'm not sure what's driving up the prices. Uh, but I wanna I want to do talk about specifically um two marketplaces for expired domains. That's GoDaddy and Dynadot. Okay, for so for GoDaddy, if you go to auctions.go excuse me, auctions.goDaddy.com, uh, it costs you uh to to play the game, to be able to bid, you have to pay four dollars and ninety-five cents. Um at GoDaddy it's free. All you have to do is register for a free account. Uh, there is a caveat on that, but I'll get back to it in a moment. Uh, GoDaddy features expired domains from GoDaddy and uh, some other registrars uh, dependent. Uh, I reached out to both GoDaddy and uh, Dynadot with limited uh responses, but Dynadot basically features Dynadot domains and namecheap domains. Um, and for the domains that are already registered through Dynadot, they start the auctions start I believe at twelve ninety nine, and for n- names that expired through Namecheap, typically what I'm seeing is that the auctions start at fifty dollars, uh, which may sound a little high, and it is. Uh, however, I, I've found a couple, uh, kind of what I think are keepers and I've bought a couple of those guys. And like, I, like I said in the last podcast, and I, I say this on my website is, uh, I'm in it for the long run. I'm, I'm really not into reselling my domain to other domain investors for a discount uh, you know, I'm perfectly willing to continue to renew my names for, uh, as long as I need to. Um, so I'm okay with paying $50 for maybe what some people might view as a marginal type website or, or excuse me, domain name. If I feel that in the next few years, uh, you know, if I hold on to it for three to five years that I could, uh, get a return on investment on that. So I'm okay with paying a little bit extra if the domain is worth it. So basic searching. So the the primary tool that I use for searching for expired domains is uh, expireddomains.net. And I've got to open one of these tabs if I can find it. Well, that's just wacky. All right, expireddomains.net, and you can register there for free. And if you register for free, you can search all you want. And let me just sign in. And it has so many search options. And I typically use, they have kind of two primary domains at the top. They have deleted domains. I don't use that a lot. Um, And then they have marketplace domains. So if you go at it, they've got kind of the tabs underneath marketplace domains. Or GoDaddy closeouts, GoDaddy expired, and then they've got some other GoDaddy, you know, buy now, make offer featured, and then they have a Uniregistry, you know, Snap Name, Cedo, um, Dynadot name uh, namejet, so you can kind of sort through all those um, different marketplaces, or you can sort through. Uh, just expired domains in general. So the, uh, the two that I'm talking about today are GoDaddy. So I'm going to click on the, you know, if you click on the GoDaddy expired, that shows you a list um, of all the expired domains auctions for GoDaddy in the next seven days. And right now, so if I just click on that, it shows right now, Four hundred and forty-five thousand and twelve domains auction, and that's impossible <laughs> to to sort through there. So, and if you've never looked at expireddomains.net, so they've got different things, and I'm just going to talk about the ones that I pay attention to. It's kind of set up like a spreadsheet. It's got the domain name, and then a and then a series of columns. All right, it's got the number of characters. So I sort through the number of characters. Typically, I'll start with. Tw- Anything twelve and under, all right. And then they have majestic. I don't. I don't generally pay attention to that. I don't generally pay attention to the SEO stuff. Okay. And then they have the birth year of the domain. I guess the the creation date of the domain. I'll pay attention a bit to that. Um, archiving. I don't pay attention. Alexa. I don't really care about majestic. I don't pay attention to um, dmoz.org. I don't pay a lot of attention to. Uh, no, so this next one is interesting. It's the number of TLDs the domain name is registered. And, f- for example, this one is, the first one on the list is befast.com. B-E-F-A-S-T dot com. And it, it shows that there are 35 TLDs with that domain name registered. Now, what you have to do, you have to do a bit of, research, you know, first look and see what those are and then see if they're actually websites or they're just for sale. Because if they're actual websites, that makes a difference, right? That makes it inherently more valuable depending on what you're marketing. Um, so I pay a little bit of attention to that. Um, the next column is a number of related domains. i never. I don't care about that. Uh, number of links from Wikipedia. Don't pay attention to that. Uh, traffic supplied by the provider. Um, so that, that to me is, is not value, uh, valuable information. And then they have the GoDaddy valuation tool. They have a list of the, the valuation. So befast.com, according to this, has a GoDaddy valuation of $12,756. But you and I both know that GoDaddy valuations, uh, range from, uh, very bad to very bad. So it's, it's pretty much a crapshoot with the GoDaddy or any automated valuation tool. And then they have the price. So this one's right now, is at uh, 37 bids on it. It's at $675, all right? And then they have the end time. So the first thing, uh, it depends how, uh, if I'm in a buying mode for expired domains. So sometimes, if I'm in a buying mode for expired domains, so uh, if I'm in a buying mode for expired domains, I'll review the list for the last 24 hours every single day and then for domains that i'm interested in i'll add them to my watch list and then i'll just kind of keep an eye on them as they cycle through all right so that's an easy way to filter so i do want to talk about filters so if you select on filters it has common additional adwords and seo and majestic those are tabs underneath there and so typically what i start with is the length Uh, so these are your um so I'll just click on this and I'm going to put my max length that I want to look at for domain name. I'm going to say 12. <clears throat> and then they have other options up above that. So you can select no numbers, no characters, no hyphens, no consecutive hyphens, only numbers or only characters. So I'm going to select only characters because I don't want to buy a domain name that has a number in it. That's confusing. And I'm going to go ahead and this is actually great. Uh, function that I love. This is no adult names. I'm not interested in any, you know, somethingsex.com. I'm just not interested in marketing marketing or selling those type of domain names. So I'm going to go ahead and filter those guys out. All right, so I filtered for only characters, no adult names, max length of 12. I'm going to go over to the next column, uh, which is uh, additional. And I'm going to select... Only there's a little box you just check it .com. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and filter on those criteria, and I'm going to apply my filter and let's see where that goes. That's still going to give me a lot, I promise. All right, so that that took it down to 122,000. 163 domain names now one cool thing about expired is if you select on the end time of the auction say i'm i'm looking right now i want to buy a domain name and and sometimes i i i do that if i'm not always reviewing so they've got the end time on it so there's a whole bunch of them that end in three seconds and two minutes and and i'm not going to buy any of those uh so uh you go down, you know. You can go scroll down. There's some that in five minutes. So if I know I need to research a domain, I'm going to give myself, you know, uh, ten, at least ten minutes, right? Like I, I'm willing to drop a a few bucks on a domain if I think it sounds okay, uh, but I do want to Google it. I do want to see uh, do a bit of research on it. So that's how I use expireddomains.net, and it's a great resource. It's currently free. And if you buy expired domains, it's something you should be using. All right. And I think that's – I'm going to move on. So I'm going to move on to uh, kind of pains with the expired domain marketplaces. Um, and I want to talk about what is an expired domain. So if I purchase a domain, if I buy – Uh, For example, I have a domain, jasonofflorida.com, which is my website. It's going to expire uh, sometime next uh, summer, and I have all my domains to auto-renew on a credit card. And if for some reason, uh, if you don't select auto-renew and you don't log into your account and pay for it, then your domain will be auctioned off. All right, and I'll come back to that and talk about the grace period in just a minute. So auctions typically last for for GoDaddy and the Dynadot. Uh, they last for seven days. Uh, you can bid any time during that period. If the bid is received in the last five minutes of an auction, the end time will be extended by five minutes. And that's really annoying. If you think you've... uh One, the auction, and it gets down to 30 seconds, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to close this guy out, and then someone jumps in and bids, then you have five minutes and 30 seconds left, and then you get a chance to bid, and they get a chance to bid, and it'll just extend it. So according to uh, the website information, it says this can happen up to 20 times before the auction's end time is set, and that's just programmatically, uh, that's how they work. So what I'll do is you, you can enter a proxy bid. So I have the app for uh GoDaddy has an app. It's called let me pull this guy up. Uh it's called Investors. GoDaddy Investor. And then Dynadot just has an app uh that emulates the web page. Uh you can use that too. Um so on both those things, you can enter a proxy bid. So say I see domain bfast.com. To be clear, I'm not going to bid on that now, nor my interest is currently bidded. At, uh, the price is $675. So if I thought, I really like this domain name, I think it could be a great domain name, and I can resell it for uh, $10,000. Then I think to myself, well, in that case, I'm willing to bid $800. So I'll put in a proxy bid for $800, and it'll increment the bid. So at $675, I think it'll increment it up $5, up to $680. And I'll be the high bidder until I'm not, and then I'll automatically bid all the way up into $800. And once it gets past $800, my auto bidding will stop, and I'll have to pay attention to whether I want to pay more than that. And typically, I don't. I use proxy bidding a lot. I'll look at the domain name and I think, well, I'm willing to pay X amount for this domain. And I'm going to stop there because auctions can be addicting. And you can find yourself paying a lot more for a domain name than you want. Uh, Recently, or I guess a couple months ago, I purchased a Vevco Vevgo.com, vevgo.com, which I think is a great domain name. Uh, but I got caught up in that auction a bit, and I paid more than I probably should have. Uh, so be cautious on that. I encourage you to use proxy bidding. Uh, put in the amount that you're willing to pay for it, and then uh, don't become emotional about it. Be willing to lose it. Understand that you can replicate buying domains over and over again and ultimately there's nothing super special about one name or another, and that's just my opinion. All right, so if you are the highest bidder when the auctions end, you have two days to pay for the auction, and then once you pay, uh, there's typically about a four-day waiting period. For Dynadot, it's a four-day waiting period, and the reason is is because the original registrant Still has this time period to renew their domain. So if you purchased uh, you you won the auction, you paid for it, uh, and then you wait four days. if it isn't renewed, then you will uh, you know earn that domain. And currently, I've never had anyone uh, renew it underneath me. Um, with GoDaddy, so an interesting story with GoDaddy once, I lost an auction. Uh, I was the second highest bidder, and it was, uh, again, one that I uh, got caught up on. And I, I don't even remember the name of the domain name, and I really wanted it. And I kind of get caught, got caught up in it, and I kept going up and up. And finally, I thought, you know what? I'm done. And then <laughs> I lost it, and uh, which, which happens. And then a couple days later, I got an email from GoDaddy saying the original, uh, the person who won the estimate or excuse me, the auction. Uh, I don't know if they defaulted or, uh, you know, maybe they didn't pay for it. I don't know exactly what happened, but they basically said, hey, you were the second highest bidder. Would you like this? And I was excited to get that. So the answer was yes. Uh, so uh, maybe they defaulted on the payment. I'm not sure. So for Dynadot, if you're interested, I told you at GoDaddy, you have to pay 4.95 a year, at, the, at least that's the 2019 Uh, costs. Uh, At GoDaddy, all you have to do, or excuse me, at Dynadot, all you have to do is create an account. Now, (laughs) unfortunately, you cannot bid on the expired auctions at Dynadot until you spend money on something. So if you already bought domains through Dynadot, then you're set. Uh, You can bid right away. However, if you just created a free account, uh, they require you to buy something. So uh, in this case, I had to buy something, so I went in and I can I prepaid five dollars into my account. Uh, I think maybe it was five or twenty-five, whatever. I, I just put a prepaid credit on my account, and then I uh, started bidding. And then when I won the auction, I just used uh, that credit to apply for the expired auction. So uh, let's see. I made a note here. Oh, uh so this is interesting, and this is on Donna Dot's page. It said that an expired auction may be canceled if the original registrant renews the domain. And I've actually uh been bidding on an expired domain or seen an expired domain on expireddomains.net, and I thought that's a really great domain. And then when I went and searched for it, it wasn't there, and I've often wondered what had happened, and perhaps that what had happened in that case. All right. So now I'm going to tell you a bit about the GoDaddy uh, expired options. So let me get this documentation open here. My computer's being a little grumpy right now. All right. So like I said, with GoDaddy, you just I use their app. Their app isn't great. So here are some pain points with, with the app. So they recently updated. I don't want to say a month or two ago, and before that, it was really bad, and now it's improved. But uh, the things I don't like about both the Dynadot uh, and the GoDaddy apps, when it comes to expired domains, is I can't add a domain to my watch list. So if I want to do that, I have to log into the desktop, and I have to add it there. So I can't just I can't add uh, a domain to my watch list, nor can I. In GoDaddy, I can't see all the l- domains uh, in the expired uh, auction for sale. In Dynadot, then you can scroll through the list of everything. And, and what I'll do with Dynadot sometimes, if I'm bored, I'll just open up their app and I'll look at expiring domains, and they've got some filters you can apply, and I'll look, you know, for dot com and and you know, maybe eight or less characters, and I'll filter on that. And then I can just kind of scroll through the list and I can also filter by, uh, the ending time. So I can look at what's ending soon. Um, with GoDaddy, you can't quite do that. So, so with GoDaddy, they have similar rules that I went over, uh, on the expired auctions. Uh, I want to talk about just pain points. So. Pain points, GoDaddy. GoDaddy has not been good to me. Um, It's very hard to log in and use the website. I've expressed this to them. Um, They've actually uh, had a product manager reach out to me via email, and I basically told him that um, I did not have time. I appreciated him reaching out to me, but the website is so bad that you know, so I'm a software tester uh, professionally, and so that grinds on me a bit for that. So I basically suggested to him that he turn over. Uh, I, I, I suggested that uh, I had some problems with logging in, and I had some problems with a couple other issues. I said, these are things that are the basic things you should be able to do on a website. And I suggest he turn turn that information I gave him over to him to his test team. And have them see if they could find bugs because it's very obvious. And and jumping back over to the s- software testing side. So they have uh, multiple websites are integrating. They have GoDaddy.com. They have godaddycom And those are kind of single sign-on. So if I log in to GoDaddy.com and then I navigate to Auctions.GoDaddy.com, then uh, I should remain authenticated. However, that doesn't always work. Uh, I have to authenticate two to three times every single time. And uh, that will only be fixed if I, I have a cookie manager that's a Chrome plugin that I can go in and delete all my GoDaddy cookies, and then it works great. So I surmise, and what I told the product manager is, I surmise what happens is is that the testing team probably has a lot of automated tests that start with a clean browser with no cookies, and I bet all their tests pass great. Uh, but the actual user has lots of problems, so I suggest that they do a bit of manual testing on that. And uh, I'll jump back over to the domain investing side of Jason of Florida and get away from uh, software testing, but that's just a a painful part of just GoDaddy is just continuously painful. Anything I try to do is very bad, uh, user experience. Uh, but I am hopeful, you know, GoDaddy is, is, uh, uh, I think probably the leading name for domain names for, is probably the leading domain name registrar is probably the domain name registrar that everyone knows about. And, uh, because of that, you can bypass the 60 day waiting period often. If you, you know, if I buy a brand new domain name or register a brand new domain name and it's got a 60 day hold on it, I can't sell it before 60 days unless I transfer it to someone with a GoDaddy account. So I still do use GoDaddy for that reason. I don't understand why that's a rule, but that's a different podcast, isn't it? For the Dynadot app, as I mentioned, pain points there. Uh, let me jump back. So GoDaddy Investor app, um, the process is a bit confusing for me. Um, and I, I did touch on that and I, I talked about the process, which is <clears throat> if you bid on it by name within five minutes and they add five minutes on it, so on and so forth, that's not anywhere explicitly stated. Uh, it's hard to find information on it unless you go to the help page. Uh, on the dot app, uh, there's no way to add domain names to the watch list. It signs you out frequently, so I contact. Right, uh I reach out to Dynadot, Dynadot via Twitter. I basically at Dynadot, hey, this is signing me out all the time, uh, which is painting the behind because. I have two-factor authentication turned on, which you should have two-factor authentication turned on on all your domain name registrars. Uh, you can check out an article I did about uh, how to keep your domain names from being stolen. It's on my website, jasonflorida.com. However, uh, I reached out to them. I said, hey, I sign into your website, so I have LastPass, and all I don't you know, use a... Password that is common. It's long. It's 20, 30 characters. It has, you know, numbers and letters and uppercase and lowercase. And then I have my two factor authentication turned on via Dynadot, and that is through the Google Authenticator app. So if I want to sign into their app, I have to enter my username, which I know. And then I have to enter my password, which I have to copy and paste from Last LastPass. Then I have to hit the login button. Then I have to go back to my app, which is my two factor authentication app. I have to log into that or I have to enter the code into it and log in. And then I'll, you know, maybe glance at what's uh, what auctions are ending soon. And then I'll close the app and then come back, you know, 20 minutes later or 10 minutes later and it'll require reauthentication. Uh So that's a bit of a process it takes, you know, 30 seconds to a minute to do is kind of painful. So I reached out to them and they said, hey, you're only allowed to sign into either the desktop or the, uh, uh, the phone app, I guess, uh, is what I have. Uh, I suppose they have apps for you know, iPads and, and so on and so forth, but for me, I have an iPhone, uh, so it's the iPhone app. So they said, well, you can either u- view it when you're logged in and your desktop or on your phone, but not both. So if I'm on my phone, on the Dynadot app, and then I log in via desktop, it logs me out of my, my iPhone app. So I suggest to them uh, that I should be able to use my fingerprint or face ID or something to sign in. Uh, I know that a number of my credit card apps have that, and it's secure, and they should use that. Um, on the Dynadot app, the navigation is a little strange. Um, so to view your watch list... You have to go under my account. Um, so you go, you select my account and there's a little sub menu, which is uh, watch list, right? <clears throat> and otherwise, everything else associated with expired auctions or user auctions or any other auctions on Dynadot is under the aftermarket tab. So the, the navigation is a little, a little odd, but that's just a minor issue. Alright, so that was segment two talking about expired domains. I hope you learned something about it. Again, please send me your questions. Uh, you know, contact me via email, reach out to me at Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever your uh, flavor of social media is or email. Alright, the next thing I want to just kind of talk about is three of my domain names. And the first one I'm going to talk about is one that I just recently purchased. It was an expired domain, and I'm pretty excited about it. So it's called squarewraps.com. So S-Q-U-A-R-E-W-R-A-P-S dot com. So you're asking yourself, Jason, what is a square wrap? All right, so I did the same thing, and then I Googled it. And you know what a square wrap is, my friend? That's a sandwich. So I think this would be a great website for a sandwich shop or business offering sandwiches to go. But what I really think it would work is great for a company that, you know, maybe a large chain like subway subway has subway sandwiches. What if they started selling square sandwiches? Uh, perhaps they could spin off a side website, you know, SquareWraps.com, and, uh, uh, they could get it for me for a great price, by the way. I haven't listed it, but I'll talk about that for a minute. So, uh, if I go and, and I did a bit of research on it. So it says it's the keyword square wraps has about a thousand monthly searches, which isn't a ton, but still good. Uh, Estabot basically said that its value is negligible. GoDaddy uh, valued it at $1,172. Um, I have not listed it yet, uh, but, uh, that's cause I, uh, by the time this podcast release, it'll be listed. Uh, but right now I haven't listed it because I just purchased it through expired. So I'm waiting the time for it to, f- to fall in my account. But when I do, I'm going to list it. I'm going to put a landing page on dan.com. I put a buy it now price of $500. So Subway sandwiches, if you're listing SquareRaps.com, great domain name. Excited about that. All right, so my next domain I want to talk about is my first ever non.com purchase. So when I got into domain investing, then folks kind of told me, hey, you only want to buy uh, .com domains. So I focused all my energy only buying .com domains. And then one day I was uh, looking through the expired auctions and I had inadvertently not applied my dot-com filter. And it was at the top of the list. I was sorting through some different things. And as I sorted, I noticed a domain that I think this one was, I want to say it's like, it's an old domain, like 20 years old, 15, 20 years old, something like that. It had a high uh, value. I think este- Estebot had it like 650 GoDaddy had it at 939 Uh And uh, there are some organizations that ADNO fits well. And I thought, you know, what the heck? I'm going to give it a shot. So I won the auction at a, at a good price. And uh, now it's listed through Dan.com. Now, I wasn't sure how to price this guy. In my mind, I know what I will take. All right. If, if uh, someone messages me, it's like, hey, I'll give you X dollars. And if that isn't what my expectation is, then I'll tell them exactly what I'll sell it for. Um, however, I think it might be worth more than uh, what I'm willing to take, if that's fair enough to say. So uh, I'm not going to put a buy it now on it. Uh, I'm just, I've i just got it listed as make me an offer. So if you're interested, ADNO.org, ADNO.org, and list it as a buy it now through dan.com. And then lastly uh, is a another domain that I bought through expired. And, uh, so I, I was in the Navy from 2000, 2004. And so, uh, all things, uh, you know, any type, anytime there's a Navy something or something Navy dot com, you know, you generally pay attention to it. So this one was navalhomes.com, Homes dot com, N A V A L H O M E S dot com. So I live in an area around Pensacola that has a large, uh, military presence, a large Navy presence, especially. And I thought, you know, when I saw that domain, I thought that will be a great domain name for a realtor specializing and being the buying or selling agent for Navy people. Because Navy folks, you know, unfortunately have to move every three or four or five years, uh, you know, obviously, give or take. And so they have to look for houses. And I thought, You know, if you were a realtor, if you could position yourself as the go-to person for Navy people, hey, you know, I specialize in VA loans. I specialize as a relocation specialist. I can help you learn about all this great schools and churches and all the things that people are interested when they relocate. Um, so as it turns out, I did a bit of research on it. It used to be a realtor's website in Jacksonville and I did email the realtor. However, he was unreachable, so I'm not sure if he's, you know, out of the business. Uh, my my email to him bounced, uh, and I did see that he actually had a couple other websites, and he was with one large uh, real estate agency, and then uh, he's no longer with them now, so I don't know, uh, you know, what his story is, if he, uh, you know, I hope he didn't pass away or, or something like that, but... Again, it used to be a real estate agent's uh, website around, around Jacksonville, which is where I was when I was in the Navy. I was in Mayport. Uh, so I think that's proof uh, to me that this is something that that other people tend to think so also. Uh, so GoDaddy has it valued at about $1,300, $1,372. Um, and I don't have... I don't have the uh, Estabot values, but but you know I both know how those bot values can be. Um, take them for what they're worth, right? In my mind, when I purchase a domain, name, I have a price in my mind for it, and then I'll I've got it on a spreadsheet. And if you were to call me or email me and say, "Hey, I want to buy this domain," I'll give you five hundred dollars. I'll look at my spreadsheet, and if it's at or above what I want out of it, then I will sell it. Uh, But in this instance, I'm looking for $1,500. So please buy now $1,500. All right. So that was episode two. And folks, my first episode was like 27 minutes long, and I've gone 45 minutes into this episode. Uh, So talking a lot. So... Uh, Thank you for tuning in. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts can be downloaded. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, so on and so forth. I encourage you to uh, leave a comment uh, on my website under uh, jasonflorida.com slash podcast. uh, And also to rate my podcast if you've got a positive rating. You can follow me at Jason Florida on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And I'll see you next week. Uh, My next episode will release within 30 days, give or take. And I hope you guys have an amazing month. Bye now.